you literally can like mitigate half the damage done to you for almost every single type of damage. I mean, like, what the fuck are you complaining about? <laughs> yep, and I love doing it. Don't don't say that. I don't need to hear that. That's not you're supposed to come back and be like, no, nah, it was a good time. We didn't spend a whole lot of money. It was I, I could say that. I can definitely say all of the things you just said. None of it would be true. <laughs> I mean, if you're just if you're not gambling, like you might as well spend the money on the food, right? My gambling wasn't that bad. It was the it was the food. I literally poofed out a lot of money. This guy's mustache museum, and he just had a museum of all the famous mustaches through history, and, and it was it was an attraction at Vegas that you would see. It gave you mustache rides for your kids and your wife. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition actual play podcast that swears those audio cues were lined up before he exported and uploaded episode 29. My name's Turner. I'll be your Dungeon Master and voice of pre-, mid-, and post-show announcements, although it may be hard to tell as I'm wearing a sack of shame in solidarity with the crew who came in a shocking last place in the PvP tournament we hosted for charity. Episode 30, the guys head even deeper into the swamp and offer a little roadside assistance. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedules. And a special thank you to our patrons whose investment help us improve the show and offer even more content. Be sure to hang out after the episode to find out some examples of exactly what kind of rewards they get for being so generous, besides a legitimate feeling of moral superiority. A quick reminder that Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show due to a mix of profanity, fantasy violence, gore, and crude humor. Any specific content warnings will be in the show notes below. And gang, look, I know there's been a lot of positive news about vaccination rates. There's finally a green light for kids to get vaccinated, but transmission rates are extremely high. COVID is still an issue, so be conscious of it. Be careful. Mask up. Get vaccinated if you haven't already. It's not just about you. It doesn't take much to be a better hero than the party of five. Here's your chance. On that note, let's start the show. And we are back with the party of five. And I'm Harlan playing Todd the Tiefling, a.k.a. T to the O-double-D, a.k.a. Todd We Trust, a.k.a. your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter, a.k.a. Todd the motherfucking Tiefling. Uh, I'm Andrew playing Moya Mossberg, the dragonborn cleric who has a reluctancy to heal others. <laughs> I'm uh, Jamie playing Eldrin Thaneros, the arrow slinger who is running out of singers. <laughs> This is Jazz playing Fate. Is it because we shamed your last couple of ones, Jazz? Is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
It's because they're corny. They're corny. Is there a little timid tinkling going on with your intro zinger? Just shoot your shot. Just swing it. Shoot swing shot. it, man. No, no, I've, I've got, I've got nothing. I'm, I'm, I got nothing. I came unprepared this time. I apologize. I got nothing going for one liners today. Not even a corny no, one. Well, no, you, no, you got to make one off the up on the spot, no matter how bad it is, dude. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Let me give, give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, here we go. This is Jazz playing Fate, the mage who continues to turn the page. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's right. I should. I, you're right. I should let you go on that. Should let you have it. Right. I know. Baba and Anthony playing Baba Toon Day. By the time it gets to Anthony, he can just squeak in with the "Hey, this is Anthony's Baba Toon Day" because it just seems like a little classy fucking button yeah. to like, like putting a bow on it. I had a but some that I was gonna do that was gonna mimic each one of our uh, our intros, like Jamie's. I had. Um, the swashbuckle that would buckle buckle your mother. That was <laughs> what I was on that. Like, hey man, I had all this really cool and entertaining shit that I was gonna say, but I figured, why bother? It's only an auditory medium. Like, what the fuck? I'm glad later when we fucking bronze and publish your notebook, that shit'll come in real handy. That, that was that was me making fun of him. I was gonna say something corny for jazz, and then I was gonna come in. I'm Todd, and that was gonna be Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cope, where we left off, you guys had started your journey towards the heart of the Southern Fens as directed by the Wayfinder from the Winamajo. Uh, the, your first day out was largely uneventful due to some particularly competent roles from Moyle Mossberg, who you almost lost at night, having forgotten that one of Moyle's pentahedron disadvantages is that he drifts and floats like a balloon when sleeping. Uh, but you guys were able to snag him in a tree and get him tied down and keep him tied down for the rest of the evening. The second day was a little bit more eventful with a encounter on Spider Island where despite getting a little goopy by the spitting butthole spiders, you guys did manage to walk out of the encounter with a pouch of useful items and then finished up the day encountering a flamingo tornado where Moyle captured his, what will be his non-magical familiar. Moyle, do we have a name for the flamingo yet? Uh, I was thinking Chodecopter. <laughs> Chodecopter? Yeah. That'll do, donkey. <laughs> and wrapping it up with a brief encounter with a party of blue and black hillbilly kobolds coming home out of the piney woods. That's where we'll pick up. the. We're in our third morning. Now, just a reminder of the mechanics of this. As you guys navigate through the swamp, you are doing survival roles to find the best path through the swamp. You obviously know know which way to go thanks to the wayfinder but being able to actually navigate through the shallow waters and the bogs and the quicksand is dependent upon the efforts of your guide moyle was the guide for day one and day two are we we sticking with moyle for the the guide on day three I mean, we could switch it up if we want. Before we finish that, I would like to add uh, how Chodecopter got his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> the flamingo is from the phylum Chordata, which I derived Chode from. And then the order of the flamingo is Finicopteriformis, Copteriformis. So, copter. Wow. And I just want to educate the audience out there and a little zoology. <laughs> Now, my question is, is what type of DC does Moyle have to be to know any of that? No, that was Andrew. I think I think that was Andrew that uh, always wanted a flamingo named Dick Copter. <laughs> Please, Chode Copter. Chode Copter, okay. <laughs> the mechanic is you've got to get three successes on, on uh, increasingly difficult survival checks. And every role has the opportunity to create an encounter, some positive, some negative. So obviously, the more failures you get, the more potentially negative encounters you get as you stumble your way through the swamp. 
Some of the things you guys ran into on day two was some overwhelming heat, which caused some exhaustion stacks, which have gone away at this point. So anybody who had exhaustion uh, yesterday can go away. Thank God. And then we can go from there. Now, obviously, Jamie as a ranger is probably the most proficient in survival, although Baba might be there because I know he's got also, uh, I think, an Outlander background. I don't know if you're proficient in uh, survival off the top of my head, Baba. Uh, But then we said Moyle could be treated as if he were proficient in survival since he is from this neck of the swamp. So you guys want to tell me who you're going with on day two? Uh, I will defer to Moyle if he wants to try rolling again. That is great. If he wants to pass the torch, I will take it up. Fate doesn't believe Moyle should lead anymore because he got us into a bunch of trouble yesterday. But he rolled pretty well after the one shitty roll. He got us out of there. He got us He got us jumped by spiders and we ran into a flamingo tornado. I mean, the flamingo tornado wasn't that bad. No, he passed that that check on a flamingo to That was a good check, wasn't it? Yeah. That wasn't that bad. You only had one shitty check. It was the, the spiders and then the heat, I think, maybe. I'm just saying. Fate, fate's lost trust in Moyle. Listen, it, I'm leaving it up to Moyle. I think he did a good enough job. Uh, Moyle, uh, yeah. You know, Moyle, you, you decide. If you want me to well, take over, I can. Well, that's that's one and one. Uh, what uh, what does the rest of the group feel? <laughs> but when did Moyle get all democratic? <laughs> I think I vote Moyle as well. Sure, Moyle. Get it. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, Fate, any complaint? It seems like the whole group's for me here. No, I voice my opinion. Um, if, if everyone else believes in you, then carry on. I'm just going to hide right here behind Bob as usual. Thank you. Are you, are you going to give us a told, I told you so if it doesn't work, sir? Absolutely. I'm glad you know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, in that case, Andrew, go ahead and give me your first roll he rolls a one no he didn't <laughs> it's just hate rolls a eight. Oh, uh, 11 11 that will be a pass because the first one's kind of easy yes he technically rolled two ones shut up you start to get lost for a second moil but then you realize that the uh, moss hanging from the west side of that tree can be ground up and uh, cure uh, some friction rash which you needed as a young teenager for reasons and that points you back again in the, the right direction. But uh, give me a D20 roll real quick because you are still on an encounter table, even with an success. That's a 12. So uh, as you guys head deeper into the Northeast, because remember you had to go all the way south to the coast to hit Nashtow to get into the hub of the elevated uh, elevated roadways to take you to where you parked the Winnemago. And as you guys transitioned from the coastal swamp, which was a lot of mangrove forest and uh, saltwater marsh through the kind of, savanna, not savanna grasslands, but the, the grasslands, which had a lot of thin, narrow river that kind of spread around the copper dragonboard hold. You guys have pushed into a bit of the the transitionary swamp where it's a little bit a little bit drier now. It's a little bit higher raised. It's transitioned mostly to, to pine forest with a ton of marshy ground, a lot of moss hanging off of the different pine trees, and a number of small lakes dotting the area. So you guys are, are carrying the kayaks and canoe right now. And as you guys head deeper into the section of the, uh, the, the pine forest, you, you finally reach a clearing and kind of in the distance, you can see raised up out of the swamp, a very small little village of about 12 huts is, I wouldn't call them houses, but I wouldn't call them. That's somewhere in between, not hovels. 
You know, they are a reed and thatch structure, uh, mid-size, each one of them on a different raised platform. But in between you and that small village, about 100 feet away from you, kind of out in the clearing, you can see kind of a a trail winding from where you guys are at up to the village that's a little bit of an elevated path. It looks like it's firmer ground. Like this is probably the hunting track that the people from the village use when they go deeper into the pine woods to to hunt possum or squirrel or whatever backwoods bullshit that they're eating. There is a large boxy carriage and it's not like a passenger carriage. It's more like think Wizard of Oz traveling medicine show carriage, like big garishly painted in red and golds, uh, a set of double doors at the back. And it is slightly off the side of this little roadway mired down into the mud and struggling at the back of it and trying to push it out and lever it out is this giant, not, not giant, but rather overweight frog man. He's there, he's there by himself and he's got a very brightly colored, uh, almost carnival barker style, uh, Sergeant Pepper, Lonely Hearts Cub band outfit on with uh, epaulets and brass buttons but it's splattered with water and and muck a little bit as he appears to struggle. And it looks like he's got his right arm in a sling. Like he doesn't have full function and he's trying to use his weight to push the cart back up out of the mud and he's just struggling. Uh, And he hasn't noticed you yet, but you can hear him kind of, oh, what am I going to do? I'm stuck. Oh no. And he's he's struggling with it. Oh, uh, Sarah, let me help you. Oh, oh, oh. He stops and, and kind of spins around and looks at you a little bit. He goes, oh, oh, dear. Um, please, please don't hurt me. I, uh, uh, are, are, are you bandits? Uh, I just, uh, move the cart. <laughs> you just move it? Oh, no, it's, it's a big ass, like, wagon, dude. <laughs> like, can I, can I do a strength check just to see how I do? <laughs> oh, he's getting hurt, yeah. Can, can I do an insight check to see if there's anything suspicious about this? Yeah. <laughs> or something, like, it, it seems kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fate wants to do a perception check to see if there's perception, anything valuable perception. in the cart. <laughs> There's a couple of different roles here. <laughs> Moyle has gone striding ahead to do push on the cart. Oh, so go. He's already rolling. <laughs> you know what he's rolling for. Yep. Go ahead and give me an athletics check, Moyle. Strong seven. Okay. <laughs> Wait, why do you have plus five in athletics? <laughs> Moyle's kind of beefy, dude. Eldrin, give me an insight check. Okay. Bam. Ooh. 21. Okay. This frog man does seem a little shady. Like, it's weird that he immediately asked if you guys were bandits when Moyle had already offered to help. Like, it was just like a weird response. And it does kind of set your warning. You'd think something shady might be going on here. And then, Fate, give me a perception check. My fault. Hold on. No, we, we, we know you not rolling is your fault. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> My foot got stuck in the mud. I couldn't get a good grip. No, hold on. We'll get we'll get to you in just a second. Well, don't worry. We haven't gone to you. Okay. Oh, another twenty-four. With your twenty-one on perception, Jazz, you can see that the cart, the way that it's positioned, seems almost like it's strategically placed halfway in the muck. Like it's like, wait a minute, this doesn't look like this guy pulled off the road and got stuck. It looks like this cart has been positioned this way. Well, tell me how you're trying to push this thing out of out of where it's at. Like, are you going and you're like you're pulling on the back of it you getting around to the front and pushing on it or uh, I, I go to the wherever it's lowest uh in the hill okay that would be the front you know i'm, I'm pushing at it with my feet are are lower on the hill and 
I just uh, I push and I end up just pushing myself into the mud. Okay. You guys see Moyle go up to the front of the cart and kind of squat down and get ready to like shove this thing out solo. And as you all kind of just stand back and good Samaritans that you are, watch him go striding ahead. As Eldrin goes, wait a minute, this is fucking fishy. And Fate goes, God, this kind of looks like it might be a trap. You, you see Moyle face plant into the mud. The second Moyle falls down, six bullywugs pop up out of the muck and reeds and fire some blow darts at Moyle. Oh, so they're going to get a surprise round on Moyle and then we'll roll initiative. God damn it. Just trying to be nice. <laughs> see, see. You got to check first, sir. Yeah, yeah. Swamp, guys. Ah, sorry, my frog voice is not quite what it used to be. Actually, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, if he doesn't sound like Kermit the Frog, he can't be nice. No. Why is that the Frogman's voice? Why does he sound so sad? I don't know. Uh, because they're frog people. I think that sounds appropriate for a frog. Feels like a very downbeat ribbit. Man, I hope those aren't hits. I hope those aren't hits. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no shield, 15. Yeah, armor class with no shield. I'm thinking that 16 will probably hit. 15. So yes. <laughs> Is the order in the same order that we do our intros in? For what? What? 14, 16, 4, 9. No, those were all at you. Those were the five bullywugs that pop up out of the muck and blue blow darts at you. Yeah, they were trying to hit you. Oh. One of them hit. I thought I felt so smart for a second. <laughs> yeah, see, we all waited uh, to see what this... <laughs> yeah, you just jumped in there. I thought you were just getting some goodie bags, huh? <laughs> trying to get a goodie bag. Trying to be Mr. Mister Helpful. I thought I was, I was going to befriend this guy and then we were going to get a drink and then he, I was going to... We're going to eat this fucking frog man for dinner is what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Mr. Frog and Mr. Toad is one of my favorite children's books. That's about as far as I progressed in my reading. Mm. Do you not remember the last time we tried to befriend, befriend a uh, familiar childhood character? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, that was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so give me a uh, constitution saving throw, Moyle. One of the blow darts manages to slip past your armor. You take one point of damage. Oh. Dude, you got a fucking dart in your neck. You got it. <laughs> I crit it. I crit it. <laughs> Good shit. Moyle's iron constitution shrugs off the poison that was on the blow dart. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> I like you guys. Use my Wonder Woman bracelets on this thing. <laughs> um, with 25 on initiative. Get the fuck out of here. I, I rolled a 12 on my first initiative and then a 9 on this one. I still don't under... Did I get an 18? I got an 18. I think I'm last. I got a 9. I think I get... I think I get another roll. No, you don't get another roll, Jimmy. You just can't just... I have advantage on initiative rolls. No. He's advantage on initiative. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you do get another roll. Yeah, it's 22. There you go. Suck it. <laughs> wait, wait. Jazz and Fate are two different people, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. And Fate got a 19. Oh, cheat names. Exactly. <laughs> Who's the stronger player, Jazz or Fate? Uh, Jazz is... Fate's rolling really strong right now. Yeah, yeah, but, but Fate's the narc. So who took all those L's in the TOC? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question we need to know. Those are the real questions. Mm. That's, mm. Yes. I don't like this question. Not, not, not I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. 
I say, my name is Bob Dole. I demand a recount. What? <laughs> I don't know if Bob Dole demanded a recount, but okay. <laughs> Bob Dole. So I'm murdering first. I begin the murdering. Do you? Yeah. You do. Yes, I got a 25. Uh, Baba or Eldrin next? Eldrin. Eldrin. Okay. And then Baba, Fate, and then Moyle. With, with apparently Bullywugs yes. scattered in between there somewhere. Right. See, since it already happened, I, could, I, I guess I could say this. So when you fell face down, you were prone. Would that would they have normally hit him at advantage? Uh, depends on distance. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how far they are away, it could give it could give disadvantage. Like if I duck down to keep people from shooting arrows at me, uh-huh. it, that could it could give them disadvantage. So it depends. I ain't one more to just have all darts sticking out of him like a pincushion. <laughs> I blocked it. It, it does not surprise me at all that Moyle didn't get killed by blow darts, you know, because he's doing all the blow. <laughs> yeah, Moyle, of all the people for them to try and drug with a narcotic, Moyle was not the right one. There's six guys that popped up out of their, uh, what do you call those suits that fucking snipers wear? <laughs> the ghillie suits? Ghillie suits. Ghillie suits. Ghillie suits. Ghillie suits. Six frogmen in ghillie suits pop up out of the weeds surrounding Moyle and try and dart him. And it, most, a lot of them bounce off his armor. One he snatches out of the air and stabs into his neck and goes, mm, no, no, it's not. Uh, you guys are cutting your shit. And then one actually makes contact with him and he, he shrugs it off. So you take, you've taken one point of damage, Moyle. And uh, we are now back over to initiative order. And I believe Todd, the tiefling, you go first. You guys are... You're all the way at the bottom. Bro, you really ran out there, huh? Yeah, it's going to suck for you. Oof, indeed. Uh, depends on when they go. But when, when, the minute he runs away, isn't he in, like, opportunity? Attack of opportunity? No? No. Nah. Not if they're ranged. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't know how that works. See, thank you. I mean, right now, they're far enough away where it looks like it wouldn't be... Uh, we were like uh, sixty feet from the from the front of the cart. Yep, that I'm I'm gonna say that's about right. Um, oh Jesus, yep. more! What were you doing? <laughs> I'm about fifteen feet from most of them. Well, so so he's like Moyle immediately engaged in conversation, trotted on ahead. Eldrin and Fate stopped to peruse. Baba, you and Todd, tell me, did you guys keep following after Moyle, or did you stop and hang back with Todd and? I'm sorry, with Eldrin and Fate. I was I would have definitely hung back with them. Yeah. I would I would have gone with walk with the group. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Cause Moore ran a little too fast. That yeah. I was just like, what Moyle are you doing? Went in full, I'll help this old lady across the street mode. Y'all just stopped and let him go on and like, wait, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, like, what are so you it's doing? another hot it's another hot spring situation. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> so all right, let me roll for the bullywugs real quick. This guy at the uh, by the south in the trailer is the big, definitely larger than the other Bullywugs uh, wearing his Sergeant Pepper outfit. The ghillie suit Bullywugs get an eight on initiative and the Sergeant Pepper Bullywug crits on his. Shit. So, Todd, I'm going to say with his crit, he's still going to beat you. What? What? Your crit beats his crit? Oh, wait, did he get a crit? Todd didn't crit. I didn't crit. I just, mine was plus six. I had 19, yeah. Oh, you're one shy. So, Sergeant Pepper Bullywug goes, you fallen for it, you fools. Oh, Jesus. And then opens up the back of the big-ass carriage jumps inside and slams the door shut behind him. Bitch. And then that will bring us to Todd. Todd, you you're, you guys are about 60 feet away from the back end of the carriage and then the group of bullywugs that have Moyle surrounded. These uh, four-foot-tall frogmen wearing these weird commando outfits. How much do I get on the dash action again? 
You double your speed. So that'd be 90. Okay. Right? So. You get 45. But I, okay. I would be able to do more than that, right? From 90 plus 45, right? If I wanted to? No. No. It'd be, it'd be 90 total. But wouldn't my cunning action give me another dash? So wouldn't I be able to do the 45 for my movement? Use my cunning action? For- no. So. He, 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 no, he, can only, he can only dash once though. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I can get a, a max distance of 135 because... No, no you get a max no, distance of no, 90. 90. 90. Your normal movement is 45. Yes. Your cunning action dash is another 45. So 90 total. Dash is the next. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got you. All right. Well, I guess technically wouldn't he be able to do the 135? Mm-mm. No? Because no. you can't... No. If he forfeits his... No. Nope. Oh, yeah, because you can only do the dash yep. once and the action. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. Right. Yeah. He can only do the dash action once. Yeah. He can't bonus now, action dash and action dash. Yeah. Here's how he. Yeah. Here's how he can cheat it. If he uses his action to engage his jump ring, I will let him move dash and then use his action to burn his jump ring and jump and jump that that's if i really wanted to go further but then i won't get an attack yeah then that'll get you right up in the mix but i can get it i can get up in the mix with the um Mm -hmm. with 90 right now and then still use uh uh sneak attack you can't disengage right you wouldn't be able to disengage after are me and fate in water No, no, I just got you guys next to the road. You guys, so this area is, there's kind of like a little gravelly path that is raised up. The area to the left and right of the gravelly path is softer, marshier ground. Like your boot sinks in a little bit, not enough to be considered difficult terrain. But yeah, you could see where if you were going to try and push like a heavy cart against it, it would hypothetically get stuck, which is what these guys have have used to encourage people to believe that this is a real stuck fat bullywug. Okay. But don't worry about the terrain aspect of it. This is okay. an area of the swamp that's particularly right. particularly dry. This cart that he went into is he closed the doors. Do those doors have handles? Yes. On yeah. the outside? And yes. is there any way other way out? You don't see any windows or anything now. Okay, cool. That's all I need. Cool. I'm going, I'm moving my guy. I'm taking uh, my 45 movement speed and then using my uh, cunning action to get the dash. So you're advancing on the bullywug to the kind of the far right of the cluster. Yep. That is, uh, that is more. Okay. Yes, and then I'm going to attack. Todd, did you pass this one? Or the one that's below you, south of you? Yeah, you're going to get you're going to get attack of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, no. So then, then let's not go all the way up to that guy then. I didn't know that. Let's okay. go straight to this guy right where I'm at. All right. So you're going to, so there's there's six bullywugs uh, encircling Moyle, uh, four kind of to the left of him, two to the right. You're going to the one to the right closest to you. Yeah. Okay. To the right of him. Yep. 18. Well, 18 hit. Yes, and 18 will absolutely hit. All right, so um, Todd is definitely pulling out the Echo Blade and saying, you, you ready to wreck shit? You ready to wreck shit, Echo? You know it, Todd. Let's go. <laughs> Snap it to a bullywug. Boo. Uh, <laughs> 17 points of damage. So many goddamn dice. That's with your sneak attack? Yes. Okay. This bullywug had 11 hit points, <laughs> so go ahead and call your motherfucking shot, Todd. Oh yeah, we 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 just decapitate them. Me, we mean me and Echo. Now we're we're team, and we just completely just one full swipe, just decapitates head pops off. Right. Upon Todd uttering, "We're a team," you feel your bond with Echo grow a little bit more, and you can consider <laughs> Echo a plus two weapon going forward. I, I knew oh. that was gonna happen. I knew <laughs> I was gonna do that as soon as you said it. <laughs> Pandering for the. <laughs> 
you hear fucking Echo go, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and look, man, decapitating a bullywug is extra tricky because they got no neck. But you <laughs> and your expert strike managed to somehow locate that sweet spot in between shoulder and what is it? Not cankle, but knock and slice that fucker right off. And it's weird because, you know, like the big dome head on the juggernaut, that's what kind of slides off sideways and plaps into the swamp below. That will be your turn since you burned your bonus action on dashing up. Yes. I guess I'm the weird one because I was picturing Barney Robo getting decapitated. (laughs) 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 Is there a a sheath for Echo? What? Is there a sheath for Echo? Yes. Yes. He's also got that sword pocket. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Bullywug one is no moss. Who's next up in the order? I believe it's me. Yeah, it is. All right, so Eldrin is going to. Uh, do I have line of sight on the far, the closest bullywog on the left side? You've got line of sight on everybody except the dude that's inside the cart. I'm going to use my hunter's mark and mark the bullywog that is closest to Todd, the one that's still up. Okay. And I'm going to draw my bow back and attack. 19. That will hit. So it's uh, a lot. Go ahead and call your shot. I, I shoot the bullywog uh, just right in the eye. Uh, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, just right in the eye. Big fat eye. It's like popping one of those. Like, you know, you know, you order fish at an Asian restaurant and it's got the eye in it and you pop that eyeball. It's exactly that noise that kind of echoes across the swampy uh, marshes. That's just that frog pop of an eyeball squishing. And then that'll bring us oh, to... Wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, oh wait, shit. Wait. Fuck you and your goddamn multi-attack. <laughs> uh, so then I'm going to uh, aim at the uh, next bullywog that is on the left that is closest to me. Okay. And I will attack with, oh, 21. <laughs> uh, yes, the 20, 21 will hit. Uh, 12 damage. Go ahead and call your shot on that guy. All right, this guy, I, uh, I try to shoot it uh, in the mouth. Uh, having seen two of his squad mates, one just immediately get, get decapitated and the other one go down, eye popping, <laughs> echoing across the field. You see his jaw drop open and right as it does, your arrow just <laughs> much like trying to win a prize at a <laughs> carnival barkers game. The frog head and it just it really you would expect there to be a little bit more resistance, but it fucking just blows the back of his head out and he falls lifelessly to the swamp. Okay, that will bring us to Baba. You're up. All right. Uh, seeing how fast these guys are going down, Baba suspects uh, that the main guy may run. So he's actually going to go up to the back of the cart. Uh, it's going to be I got to use my feline agility to get there. Okay. And I'll actually put my uh, spear in the handles and then lock it into place. With the immovable um, rod. The immovable rod. Yeah. Okay. So you, you key a couple of runes that light up and it the Yurikula locks into place. All right. And so I will then just sit here at the back of the cart and wait to go around the corner next turn to fight. That brings us to fate. All right. Well. Where you've positioned yourself, you would only have line of sight on the one furthest away from oil. Furthest north. Yeah. All right. So then, all right, I was clicking Firebolt for a different reason, but now I'm just going to go ahead and cast Firebolt and try and burn a Bullywug. You realize that if, if you don't one-shot your guy after everybody else has one-shot at least uh, one of their own Bullywugs, I think the part there should be a round of party shit talk. 
Yeah, I think that sounds fair. <laughs> so that uh, that means I get to go ahead and just keep that 17 that I rolled on that firebolt then, right? I'm sorry. That's not the way that this game works, Jazz, and you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck up. Don't pull a fate. <laughs> Don't pull a fate. Wow. Not a big number. The 18 will absolutely hit. I will call that six a moderate hit. Oh, hold on. <laughs> one, one thing. One, wait, 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 because it's calculating my damage wrong. Yeah, oh. it is. It is because I get my uh, my ability modifier damage on my cantrips now. Correct. So that's uh, it's nine damage. Still short. Why do you get um, what level do you get six your, wizard? That's that uh, what, evocation what? wizard. Yeah. So then that is a mighty blow, but not a called shot. Mm. <laughs> Why? Why is it that everything I do? All right. So fate runs up. It can't quite reach the fray. He doesn't have the, uh, the, you know, the athletic uh, capabilities of his, uh, I won't say friends, but, you know, party, other party members. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. He did wear a, a, a ball gown into a swamp. Yeah, but okay. yeah. So, you know, he's, he's a little weighed down. He's a little, you know, his clothes are a little heavy. Um, but, you know, he uh, he focuses, you know, mightily on his new chain that he's got and all the light that it's reflecting off of it. And he just manifests that light into a ball of fire and throws it as hard as he can. And it makes a long, slow, weak arc through the air and lands on top of the Bullywug's head. Doesn't really look like it should do anything from impact, but then the fire just erupts around the Bullywug's head and burns the shit out of him. Not enough to kill him, but he's he's hurt. Yeah, oh, and it burns off most of his uh, most of his jelly suit, but this Bullywug paid attention in elementary and stop, stop drops and rolls <laughs> and then hops back up. Uh, so he he does he does survive. Cool. And that is uh, your go, Mr. Moyle. Uh, Moyle will cast uh, Spirit Guardians. Okay. At third level. Oh, shit. Okay. Jesus Christ. They only have 11 hit points. Wait, they're only 11 hit points. Dude, just your hammers for God's sake. Something. They have 11 hit points. <laughs> you went nuclear. <laughs> it's not the Tournament of Champions. You're good. <laughs> You, you know, you know what, you know what. To be fair, that's that's a that's a fair response out of Moyle. Moyle went to help somebody, slipped in the mud, and then got shot a bunch of times, <laughs> and he just went into full panic mode. <laughs> I, I understand this response. It's a it's a big fuck you, you know, when you do something nice for a guy, yeah. and he sends a bunch <laughs> of frog men in ghillie suits. You know, makes me feel like Steven Seagal. I think he just wants to take those tentacles for a spin. <laughs> okay, so a couple things gonna happen. Is, that, are you, is there anything else you're doing, Moyle? Movement wise or bonus action wise i am uh, 15 feet or less so i'm within range of uh, all of them and the cart so i'm gonna attack all three plus one of the wheels on the cart remember that only starts it on their round they make their saving throw oh, okay. right and it, and it won't attack the cart all right <laughs> try you gotta try however there is something in that cart that is in range and it's not the fucking guy that you've seen so uh, you guys will find out what uh what's gonna happen with that at the top of the order okay oh boy so you're you're standing pat then there's nothing else you want to do because if you move then it will take them out of range of your spirit guardian so you're just gonna no no, no. i'm in perfect range right now <laughs> someone's jumping out to mess you up more like <laughs> they need to make their saving throws that's a fail that's a fail that's a fail. Oh, well, that's a murder. And then, oof, the thing in the cart is a nat 20. A crit. Hopefully it's friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your damage on uh, your spirit guardians. 17. 
Oh, shit. Okay, so one of those guys is going to take half damage, so that'll be eight points of damage for the thing in the cart. Mystery guy. <laughs> Call your shot on the three bullywugs with your tentacles there, bud. Oh, no. So, so it gets around to the three jelly suit bullywugs. They all start to reach into their belts to draw out some swords, which look, you know, normally bullywugs, you would expect these, you know, these are swamp guys. These, these guys definitely look a little bit more militaristic, um, and they go to pull out some pretty pretty decent looking scimitars and then so uh, my tentacles shoot out and all three of them and uh, they uh, spear them uh, through the stomach uh, all of them and I, and I go uh, ribbit ribbit you slimy fucks <laughs> and then uh, I wiggle uh, I wiggle the one tentacle that hit the guy but didn't kill him and I'm like uh, I'll get you next time now, you don't know what it hit, but you know it hits something. Now, you can feel through your spiritual connection to the tentacle right. deep in your balls that it hits something in there. <laughs> yeah, but it's something living. Like, I can tell that that's a... It's not just like I hit the chandelier in the cart. No, exactly. Exactly. I've got a tingle deep in my balls that's telling me the job's not finished. Deep in your balls. <laughs> deep in your plums. <laughs> in your plums, exactly. Blue sheet. <laughs> That brings us back to the top of the order. Behind fate, three more bullywugs pop out of hiding. One of them significantly larger than the other two that has a like a couple of poles kind of rising up out of his ghillie suit that has like a, a skull set on each one with uh, that have like some slight glowing in their eyes. And just by the uh, the amount of shit that he's got tied into different bits and bobs of his ghillie suit, you can definitely tell that this guy has a little bit of a, a shaman look to him. The other two guys look kind of normal. Uh, then the cart, uh, the sides of the cart kind of not, I don't want to say explode outward, but then, like, like this cart was assembled to collapse open, which that happens. And that first big bullywug is revealed astride the back of a giant toad, which then pivots around and attacks Moyle. Well, trapping him in there was useless, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, it was yeah. a good plan. I liked it. Yeah. I was like, oh man, Baba, I'm going to feel so bad when that shit when it doesn't work. When it fails when miserably. It, when it's revealed that all you did was inconvenience him. You should have burned that cart to the ground. Moyle does an 11 hit. No. All right. The giant frog leaps forward and bites out at you, but has a little trouble getting off the cart and kind of stumbles a little bit. However, the guy on his back stabs out at you with a spear. Dirty 20. So yeah, I'm assuming a dirty 20 will hit. Gotcha. All right. So you're going to take. 14 points of damage, Moyle, as the big giant bullywug, who clearly that sling was fake as he had totally buffalo billed you into approaching and trying to save him and has stabbed you now in the chest with this spear. All right, sorry, go ahead, Todd. So the the guy who faked us out, he just jumped on top of a toad, right? Yeah, no, so he ran inside the cart mm -hmm. where he had his giant toad mount stashed to pop out of the cart on the back of the giant toad. He is now astride this giant toad up next to Moyle in between you and Moyle. The giant toad bit at Moyle and missed. Then he stabbed down from the back of the toad and was able to get him. And when I say giant toad... Someone say Waka Flocka? I heard the same thing. I thought it was crazy. That's my daughter singing something. I don't know what she said. I'm just glad they know Waka Flock is still relevant. They don't know what. <laughs> Think a giant toad the size of a big fat brown bear and with a giant big fat frog man on top of it going, rah, rah, yeah, I've got you now as he stabs down at Moyle. So this big brown 
murky toad with these nodules on the back of it and then the bullywug and a sergeant pepper outfit sitting on its back so they are now sitting square in the radius of moyle spirit guardians all right oh yeah 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 the toad took damage at the start of its last turn so i got a question was the last thing you rolled an eight and a three yes Taji come up with 14 points he's got a damage bonus and from his strength okay so cool. you're fighting a bullywug royal on the back of a giant toad got it that's going to bring us over to the second batch of bullywugs that are over by fate where are they in the, in the initiative they're first they're going now okay. um they would technically get a surprise round but i'm just going to put them on the same initiative as the their leader because they were kind of waiting and hiding to see how you guys spread out after the initial ambush so Fate's dead. Oh, man. Probably okay. Wow. Just... Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you can go help him. You know that, right? You have the turn before him. I can't help him right now. But yeah, but... I can't help him right now. I was say, Baba and Eldrin are right here. I'm, I'm ready to shoot the shaman fucker. But they get, they're getting opportunity attacks right now on the, probably the closest guy to them. It's not opportunity attacks, just regular attacks. <laughs> regular attacks. Not an opportunity, just right. The kind of shaman looking guy, you see him lean back and extend his neck sack and go, <laughs> Fate, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay. I have generally not done good at these, but let's see what we have happen. Oh, 17. Let's go. All right. So you only take six points of damage from the wave of psychic. Just, oh my God, what was that fucking noise? As it blasts into you. And then he is going to leap up over you to where he is now over behind you. Mm. One bullywug pulls out a blowgun and takes a shot at you, Eldrin. Does a... Oof. <laughs> That's at least a 15. 15 hits. Yeah. Okay. So then give me a constitution saving throw. Ooh, Constitution. No. A five. Oh, oh that is going to be a fail. Uh -huh, uh -huh, Give me a D6 uh -huh. roll real quick. Okay. You are poisoned. You feel a desperate need to soak yourself in liquid or mud. It feels like your skin is on fire and it's dried out. And the only thing that you think could give you possibly any relief is burrowing yourself in the mud right now. You can't take any actions or move except to reach a body of liquid or mud on your turn. That will bring us to the other Bullywug, which is going to fire a blow dart at Fate. Fate does 11 hit. It does not. Here a blow dart goes zzz, past your head. And that will bring us to Todd, you're up. Let's see. What, what do I do? Big dude is 20 feet away from me. Okay. I'm moving close to the big dude. Now, remember, he's on the back of a brown bear sized toad. So you can either attack the toad mm -hmm. or try and todge your way up onto the toad to attack the big guy. Hmm. You know where this is going. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. I think you do. That slight stretching sound you hear, <laughs> audience, is the sound of the springs of my DM trap as I slowly <laughs> squeeze it open. <laughs> I know it seems like I'm taking advantage of him, but he just makes it so easy. All right, announcements for this episode. Harlan continues to pop up as a guest on the pop-up film cast, and over on Three Angry Gamers, Jamie is serving up all the video game news you could ever need. Be sure to check him out over there. We're streaming over on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Central. Tune in this week as we do a deep dive on feats and throughout the month we'll be doing character creations 
and trying to get an interview show, but the holidays may throw that schedule off a little bit. We'll keep you posted if anything changes. The easiest way to stay current on those announcements is to follow us on social media at GMDLCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get notifications of when we're going live. And hey, while you're out on the internet, headed over towards our socials, go ahead and swing by whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment to rate, review, and subscribe. Like, I know every podcast asks, but it really does help our show's visibility and helps us grow. 40% of podcast consumers find a new cast through their player's feed, and your feedback drives those feeds. So please take a moment, and if you're an Apple listener, you know, maybe use your words, give us a little bit of review, tell us who your favorite party of Fiverr is, to tell us who your least favorite party of Fiverr is. Protest or validate Todd's lack of MVPs. We want to hear from you. One last thing... Last Saturday was our first charity event ever called Gimme the Belt. It was a little bit of a reduced size due to some scheduling conflicts that a lot of people had at the last minute, but we still did fantastic. We raised over $1,200 to support Game to Grow, which is an incredible charity that uses role-playing games to provide therapeutic and counseling services to teens in need. Tabletop Titties came out as the clear champion. It was a good time had by all and... We are going to be adding fight nights to our regular streaming rotation. So starting in January, Thursday night, one night a month, we're going to reach out and find another podcast or another stream and challenge them to a fight and get them in there and hopefully maybe win a few this time. I'm just saying the guys maybe need some training before we go back to Gimme to Belt 2022 to see what we can do for Game to Grow again next year. So again, head over to those socials, get following so you can get the updated schedule when we hit January. All right. That'll do it. Back to the show. See, okay, yeah. No. You hear Echo go, do it, Todd. Yeah. Go full yeah. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're going for the guy at the top. With, uh, Poison skin. What? 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 No. <laughs> so, right. so you're going to uh, try and scramble up the ass of the toad, which, let's be honest, toad ass is low to the ground in the first place. We're just taking like a, a, a jump flip up over on, to land on top of the toad. You said it's just a brown bear. Is it a bear standing straight up or bear on its fours? No, it would be like a, like a big, like a big, like a big ass bear on all fours okay so so it's a nice jump it's a good jump you wouldn't have to use your jump ring to hop up you would certainly have the running height so just give me a acrobatics check then as you go to leap on the back of this toad damn it not athletics jesus christ didn't you put proficiency in athletics oh no it was athletics huh oh it's 23 all right so roll the hit real quick and what was that plus two you said plus yeah you're now at plus two with with echo (laughs) that was good give it that plus two todd oh i didn't mean to do that oh no we're gonna take the nat one even though you rolled with your dagger (laughs) i'm sorry no i'm sorry Oh, I do an amazing jump flip up there. And on the way down, I try to stab down and completely just whiff and just catch air. You actually managed to somehow sheath your sword. Like you, it looks like you intended to jump on the back of the toad and put your sword away. And you hear Echo go, what the fuck, Todd? <laughs> I thought we were doing something cool. Okay. And then with your offhand attack, you get a 14, which that is a, I'm assuming you're using your offhand to attack. Yes. I'm sorry, that 14 will not penetrate his armor. That's a miss. Does uh, Echo know what's happening when he's sheathed? Oh. Yeah, Echo has got uh, somewhat of an omnidirectional. <clears throat> Let's just pretend <laughs> that, that Echo is can see what the DM can see. Goddamn one. 
<laughs> so you you see Todd run and jump on the back of this toad. Looks like he puts his sword away and then go to try and stab the bullywug, <laughs> but just can't find a weak spot in his armor. But the good news is you're on the back of the toad with this guy now. Yes. That will bring us to Aldrin. You know, the good news is you're in a swamp. So I will say if you move your full movement, use a full dash action to the west, you will be able to find a little puddle to lower yourself into. I have a water skin. Can I just like pour it on my my person? Can I just pour it all over myself? Let's go back to the description of the poison. Soak yourself in liquid or mud. You're not sure what was in that dart. Maybe it was ants and they're trying to burrow out through your skin. You don't believe a water skin will do it. A message. Yeah, you're tweaking. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So where do I have to move? Where, like where? We would say you would go a full dash action. All the way to the edge of the map here. All the way to the edge, yeah. And then just bury yourself down into that puddle of water. And you imagine this is what it felt like when Todd finally relieved his uh, his imaginary junk crash that time. And that will be your turn. All right. Uh, that'll be Baba. Okay, so which frog is engaged with fate at the moment? Uh, the guy with the two skulls Shaman. on staff sticking out of the back of his back of his ghillie suit. That's who I was looking for. Okay, Baba knows he, he can't disengage his spear fast enough, so he's going to draw his bow and shoot at that guy twice. Okay. 21. 21 will hit. All right, so that one, uh, you said this one's larger, right? Yeah. Okay, so this one, it's going to hit him kind of in the back of his, what do we call it? Neck, neckula, yeah. neck, head of, <laughs> noggin neck. It hits him right in the back of that um, for 12 damage. Nexticles. <laughs> Nexticles. Oh, oh, my neck, Nexticles. <laughs> I'm load him. <laughs> I'm going to load up and shoot again because I, I expected it to kill him. I didn't realize this one was that much stronger than the rest of them. 18 will hit. Four, six. Not used to using my bow. I've been using the yikula, so I shoot him in the back of the knee. They got they have back they have knees, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> frog legs have knees. <laughs> that hurts, man. That's gonna fuck up my jumping. And then any movement or no? I'll stay right here. I kind of have visibility on everybody, and I don't want to leave my spear. Okay, well it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. If somebody else can deactivate. I don't know if they know how. I, no, I will tell you, it's pretty difficult to figure out unless you know the right combination of the runes. Uh, I mean, you could teach somebody else to use it, but it's not something that... They could stumble upon. Yeah, it's something they, they would have to spend. Like, imagine if it was a combination lock, That how long it would take you to guess the right one. Yeah, still not leaving it. I'm, I, I, my visibility is good. No, that's fine. <laughs> Fate, you're up. So, random bullet wolves pop up behind me. One runs up on me, casts a spell, and causes me minor inconvenience, yes? Yes. Cool. So, being fate, he's going to completely overreact and fireball the shit out of everything in that general direction. <laughs> I thought you might do that. So, I'm going to drop a fireball in the center of this location that's going to also cover where I'm standing, but I'm going to uh, evocation savant and, you know, shield myself from these flames. Sure. So, of course, I'm fine. Everything else must die. Okay, so the big guy makes his save. The other two do not. And they're going to take a lot of dice. Uh, 20 points of damage. You vaporize two of the frog guys? Like, there's just this puff <laughs> of fire and then a very fucking Dirk the Daring fucking Dragon's Lair style. Their skeletons go and then collapse into the uh, into the swamp. The bigger guy is still kicking. He's singed. You've burned off his ghillie suit. 
Hey, he's standing there looking pretty pissed. And that will bring us to... Wait, 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 wait. Turn's not over. And then I'm going to Misty Step away. Mm. Okay. And Misty Step gives me, what, 30? Wait, 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 wait. No, you're not. No, you can't do that. I thought, why not? No, you're not. Why not? That's a level two leveled spells, buddy. That's two level spells. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. Okay. Carry on. So, are you, is there a bonus action cantrip you'd like to use there, Faye? No, I wish. Okay. All right, then that's going to bring us to Mr. Moyle. Moyle, what you got? Uh, so I still have uh, my spirit guardians engaged. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. You need to make a constitution saving throw for me to make sure that they stay engaged after you took that 12 points of damage. I, tr- I tried to save you. I didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all right. There's, there's some karma to that. It's coming. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you're able to maintain. As I was saying, (laughs) my uh, spirit guardians are still intact. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess they're reactionary though, right? It happens on your opponent's turn. So after you're done on the start of the next turn, they'll make a saving throw. So this guy is on top of me? Yeah, there's a giant toad with a big ass fucking Sergeant Pepper bullywug on top of it and Todd riding yes. riding bitch behind him. <laughs> so what I would like to do is while that's going, I was wondering, can I use Invoke Duplicity as a bonus action? It's an action to turn it on. It's a bonus action to move him. Okay. It requires concentration, doesn't it? Oh yeah, that's the other thing too. It would just, yeah, it would turn off your spirit guardians. Hit with your damn hammer. Yeah. <laughs> do some melee. Oh yeah, it does. Okay. Well then, no. I'll just stick with the spirit guardians. Did you? Do you want to? Uh, you, you get the spirit guardians no matter what. Do you want to attack, or are you just going to mm. chill out and let your tentacles do the? Oh, I can also attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can cast. You can cast any spell that's not a concentration spell. Oh yeah. Any yeah. cantrip that doesn't involve concentration, uh, and attack and. You just can't cast another concentration spell. Okay, then uh, I will cast uh, Guiding Bolts. Okay. And I was wondering, if, if it's strong enough, can I push it through both of them? Who are you targeting? <laughs> the bigger one. The Giant Toad or the Sergeant Pepper Bullywug? Uh, giant Toad. Okay. And that is a 17. That will hit. Yes. 17 points of damage. It would be a, a lightning bolt that goes uh, through the guy and uh, causes uh, the dude to spasm a little bit. Yeah, so you blast that out. It shakes a little bit and it leaves a little bit of a glow on him that'll make it easier for you to hit him next time. Is that all you want to do? Yeah. All right, then that will bring us to the top of their turn. They're going to take their spirit guarding saving throws. And that's a wisdom save, correct? Jesus. Uh, the, guiding bolt. The spirit guardians is a wisdom save. Yes. All right. So the giant toad passes and the bullywug, Sergeant Pepper bullywug also passes. So give me your damage. Different damage every time. Yes. 17. No, no, you got, you got to roll again. He did. All right. So another 17. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. It just happened. It happened to be the same damage. <laughs> Wait, no, it's 3d8. Okay. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Never mind. My bad. I was like, God damn, that's a fucking, somebody's rolling 2d8 and getting 17. <laughs> Let's see. Something, something seems fishy. You confused me for a second. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> that's some good math. <laughs> that's that beyond crit. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's that Super Saiyan 3 crit. That's when you go a level beyond. <laughs> the giant toad is barely hanging on, but the guy on the back of him looks uh, looks kind of okay. And you can see him be like, oh, no, not Wart. No. <laughs> First of all, the giant toad is going to try and bite you again, Moyle. Does a 22 hit. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, it does. <laughs> all right. So, Moyle, you see the toad 
staggered, extremely brutally injured from Moyle's tentacle attacks, lash out with its tongue, oh. chomp down on Moyle, and then swallow him. What? <laughs> Whoa. That's not a hit. That's a- so, Moyle, you're going to take six point of damage initially, and you are in the belly of Old Wart. You are blinded and restrained, has total cover against attacks, and you will take 3d6 acid damage at the start of each of the Toad's turn. The good news is... But I am acid resistant. Acid resistant, right? I mean, you only take half damage, so uh, that's the good news. Resistance. If the Toad dies while he's in there, does he, does he just get out for free, or does he have to do something? Yeah, he just kind of splits uh, out, or you guys can cesarean well, out. Tauntaun, yeah. Go ahead and give me just a constitution saving throw for the damage real quick, Moyle. You got to get a 10 or higher. Show me potato salad. Uh, will a four make it? Uh. <laughs> you see him get swallowed and Moyle's spectral tentacles wilt away. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Surprisingly, Moyle getting swallowed by a giant toad is a little distracting. Breaks concentration? <laughs> little distracting, yeah. Um, so the big guy on the back goes, yeah, that's my girl. And uh, then pivots around to you, Todd, and is going to... Don't worry about it. Let's keep going. Next. Person miss. <laughs> miss. Uh, let's see. He is going to lash out at you with his spear. And I, I slyly move to the left. Like, whoo. That's going to be a 21 there, the Tato. What? Wait, I can't even see that. That, seems, <laughs> that doesn't seem real. That I believe that's real. in the chat with his royal spear. So he uh, he pulls back this bedazzled uh, oh, spear where? and lunges forward. Anyone see a 21 anywhere? Anyway, is this flavor DM? Is this DM's flavor? Oh, God damn. Max damage. You're going to take uh, 16, <laughs> 16 points of damage. <laughs> this seems like DM's flavor. Wait a minute. I, can't, <laughs> I don't trust this. I don't trust this. <laughs> he stabs you fucking right in the fucking thigh with it. He's like, let's see you jump now, asshole. 16 points of damage. I don't think I want that. Yeah. I don't think I want that. Uh, you gonna you going to use your reaction? Uh, I'm Yeah, I'm just going Yes, I'm not. I'm going to do uncanny dodge. I'm not going to hellish rebuke. All right, you managed to shift to the side a little bit, and that will drop that damage from 16 to 8. eight. And with his multi attack, he's going to bite you. Ooh. He's going to lunge forward and does a 19 hit, Todd. A 19 does hit. What did this? Yes, 19 hit. You did this to yourself. You jumped up there. No, no. <laughs> so you're going to take another six, six points of damage. He just leans over and with his big froggy mouth right on your face, just clomps down on your head and neck. He's not big enough to swallow you, but it hurts. And now you've got Sergeant Pepper frog slime all over your noggin. Mm. So what was the total since I you can't see it in D D or D? See what it's are you not in roll 20, dude? I am not posting it. It's not in roll 20. There's no rolls coming in. You guys aren't seeing it because I totally can't. No, uh, no. It's, like, it's 50 50. That's what I keep saying. It's like it whispered it or something. It's a whisper roll. Okay, my bad, fellas. I, why is it? I gotta, <laughs> that's a setting on that, but I, I promise you, I am not making that shit up. That's why I was like, wait a minute. This seems like flavor. <laughs> Well, I'm not getting anything in Beyond. I'm set on whisper rolls after the fucking update for some reason. Oh. I was like, wait a minute. A 20? That seems a little bit. <laughs> Swear to God, that is all completely on the up and up. I would not make that shit up. So, uh, Todd, you take 14 points of damage after you half the eight. Right. After you get a glancing stab and then a big old frog Frenching. Oh. Which brings us to the guy with the sticks fate. So he is just going to stab at you. 
Can you see that one, fuckers? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> hey, does a 22 hit? Yeah. Yeah, uh, are you going to shield that? I am not. Okay, then go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. You're going to take seven damage from the spear. Get yourself some mud poisoning. <laughs> oof, okay. Ooh, ooh, I don't like that. Oof, ugh. That is not going to pass your save. So give me a D6 roll there, Fader Tater. Here we go. Uh a three. There you go. Similar to, uh, similar to Eldrin fate. You saw Eldrin get hit by the start, and then it starts just like batting at his skin, like he had bugs crawling over him. And as soon as you get stabbed with this spear, you start to feel it as well, and you uh, now feel a desperate need to soak yourself in liquid or mud. You can't take actions or move except to do so to reach a body of liquid or mud. And I will say that one where Eldrin is at is the closest one nearby. So your next turn, you will need to dash towards that mud and then that is their turn these guys are piles of frog bones there's not even enough meat left to eat and that will bring us to todd <laughs> all right kill that fucker the question is who am i killing you could just stab down and kill the G listen i, I need the i need the no stuff first i need to know can i use sneak attack still because I'm, t he's not engaged, and there's two people here. And nope, you are out of sneak attack options in your current position. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wait, that's what I wait, thought. Wait, 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 is he out of sneak attack options? He's got, he's got him flanked between him and Moyle. Moyle's inside the frog. Moyle is inside the fucking frog. I'm gonna say yeah. that doesn't count as engaged. <laughs> flanked from the inside. <laughs> that's what I. That's exactly what I thought, Jesse. <laughs> if he was trying to fucking like uh, get the uh, frog to eat its supper and get the airplane in the fucking giant frog hangar, <laughs> then I would say maybe he was engaged with Moyle. But right now, no. Let's stab down. Down on the the frog to get to get it out of here. Hopefully, okay. Roll to hit. Come on, rolls. Come on, better than what I did last time. Thirteen, not much better. Boy, plus two, right? Call your shot. It had one fucking hit point. It's ace. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead and call <laughs> your shot on the giant toad. I'm going to uh, science class dissect this from the top. I'm just to get to get Moyle out, like almost like a cesarean birth. So I take I take my blade and I slice down and I pull I spread apart and see Moyle just in there in goo. I uh, I turn to uh, Todd and I say baptism by goo and then I and then I wink. <laughs> this is the last bukkake I want to be a part of. <laughs> there we go. That's the stuff. No. All right. Uh, the last meaning it wasn't the first. The first and the last. Well, no, let's be honest, Mo. There were long stretches where you couldn't get work on the river, and Dragonborn's got a drink. So. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. That's disgusting. It explains your fucking opposition to semen. But but okay. Now with my second attack, this one will be a sneak attack if it hits because he is now dead. Yes, you can now do a sneak attack. But let's see rolls for hit. Ah, uh, yep, that'll hit with a seventeen. What about this eighteen points of damage? He's still standing. So actually, just a, a just a good slash across, just like one slash from uh, left shoulder to right hip. No, you bitch. Ouch. That's what you get for stabbing me, bugger. <laughs> uh, all right, and then that is Eldrin. 
Oh, yeah. Eldrin, you are uh, wallowing in the mud. Wait, 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 I do get movement, don't I? Yeah, if yeah, if you want to dash away a little bit, you can. Yeah, I'll just move, I'll move away because uh, Moyle is up there now. Moyle is laying on the ground covered in goo prone. If you move away at the top of the order, the Bullywug Royal is going to have a prone shot at Moyle. All right, I'm here. I'll stay here. I mean, you, you can dash away, dash away all. I mean, you're, you're fucking call. I'm just telling you what. Yeah, I'm glad somebody said it. I, I, I got it. Eldrin, let me see. Eldrin, let me see now that you're in the mud. Oh my God, Todd just finished. Do I have to use an action to get up? And no, it's it costs half your movement to get up from prone. Okay, that's fine. Well, I'm just seeing if you can actually even take any actions except to do so or to reach a body of liquid since you're soaked. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it just says you can't take any actions except to reach a body of liquid or mud. So now that you're there, I'm going to say, yes, you can from a prone, you're going to have to stay prone. To, to stay in the mud. I won't let you get up. And I will let you take an attack at disadvantage from a prone position. You, you don't have line of sight on the big dude. You only have line of sight on the dude by, by fate. Yeah, then if I have to attack prone, I'm going to uh, move, use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark uh, onto the shaman toad. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to, uh, to uh, somehow uh, throw my bow back while prone. I don't know how that works, but sure. You do, you do like, a, like a Superman lift where you kind of just uh, arch your upper body up. You're really grinding the groin into the muck, but yeah. <laughs> I will say Eldrin's got that archer upper body and core strength that he can arch up enough to get the bowstring clear. You're fighting a giant frogman dressed like fucking Ringo Starr from Sergeant Pepper. I don't think they're really, I'm not going to get split hairs on the physics of you firing a bow from the ground. Yeah, I'm going to attack and let's fucking not roll shit. 15 and a 19. The 15 will still hit. Oh, nope. I'm sorry. I take it back. Motherfucker. This guy is one of the good guys. Yeah, that 15. He manages to raise a shield up and deflect that first arrow. So go ahead and give me your second attack. Shit. All right. 24 and a 14. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look. Let's be impressed the fact that, again, we established that Eldrin's rocking the fucking solid core strength at this point, that he was able to fucking, like, like total <laughs> Little Mermaid himself up <laughs> to fucking shoot a goddamn bow. <laughs> but it telegraphs the move enough for this bullywug dude to catch both of the arrows with his shield. Then that will bring us to Baba. All right, I'll uh, continue to shoot my bow at, at the one uh, engaged with fate, because Todd seems to have his handled. Okay, 23 will hit. For eleven damage, all right. Hit him just in just in the back. I'm just trying to keep him from going anyway. Ow! Right in the small of my back, you fucker! I was really hoping you guys would kill him faster. This boy's kind of hurts. <laughs> We're working on it. Twenty-one. That will also hit ten for the damage. Put another one in his back. Just loading him up. Then another ten. So hang on, let me do some math real quick. Go ahead and call your shot. That'll finish him off. Oh, all right, cool. So <laughs> the one I hit him in with the neck earlier, I'm actually going to hit that same spot and it'll go all the way through his neck. Oh, that was impressive. <laughs> the Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops down dead. Thank God. So that will then bring us to Fate. Fate, you will spend your entire turn dashing towards Eldrin to wallow in the mud next to him. Dashing through the swamp. That brings us to you, Moyle. Moyle, you are prone so you can get up, covered in goo, facing a pretty beat up, but not on death's door, Sergeant Pepper Bullywug. So do I know he's the bad guy? 
Or is there information I could extract from him? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> is there information I could extract from him? I mean, I'm not sure I understand the first question. Um, <laughs> yes. So you wait. So Moyle still thinks he's a good guy. <laughs> I don't. Did Moyle? Did Moyle actually see him yes. though? Like he saw him go into the cart, but to like hide. Uh, to hide. <laughs> but. For friendly, I races. was pretty quickly gulped up by the bigger uh, frog. So, did I see him stab me? Oh, and just for shits yeah. and giggles, let's do an insight check. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. To see if Moyle was <laughs> fucking has, is disoriented, or if maybe he thinks it's just cultural differences. Like maybe that's how they say hello here. <laughs> Spent an entire turn on his back. Inside inside check got a two. He got a two. <laughs> that's a that's a two with a bonus six, so that's an eight. Well, you legitimately think this might just be a big misunderstanding. Like maybe maybe the darts, maybe they were trying to share their drugs and you guys just haven't appreciated it. Maybe you guys are trespassing on their property, but yeah, you 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 know. Well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get up and I'm going to use a first level oh sorry second level blindness deafness on the guy. Okay, blindness or deafness? Both, a little bit of both. Just 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 kind of mute. Just kind of lower the volume on everything. I don't I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> wait 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 a little bit of blindness and a little bit of deafness. That is a little bit of blindness, a little bit of deafness. Yeah, a little bit of Monica. Fifty fifty. It doesn't help. He needs to be blind or deaf. He's like legally blind. But he's not like Ray Charles blind, you know. What I mean? I'm legally blind. He's like he's like Stevie Wonder blind. He's pretending to be blind, but we don't know. It's a it's a maybe. <laughs> okay. On that note, it's, that's not the way the spell works. It's blindness or deafness. You take your pick. What kind of save is that? It's a Constitution save. All right. So let me make his boop. Oh my god. All right, so he gets a six. You can blind or deafen a foe. So he fails his saving throw. I uh, poke him in the eye with my two fingers. <laughs> Three stooges? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't put up the quick he didn't put it, he didn't he didn't block you with the, with the <laughs> <laughs> You just poke him in the fucking eyes and he's blinded. How do you like this blindness deafness spell? <laughs> you poked me in the eyes! <laughs> At the end of each of its turns, it can make a constitution saving throw on a success that spells ends. Okay, so that he is he is blinded. You guys will have advantage on attack rolls against him, and he has disadvantage on his attack rolls. So he is going to lash out blindly at Todd, because that's who he was kind of facing, swinging around wildly. So he got an eight and a crit, but he's blinded, so he has disadvantage. Which means he fucking whiffs past. I'm assuming an eight misses you, Todd. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right, so he just whiffs past you, Todd. Then he is going to go for his uh, to follow up with a bite. And we're going to, again, since he's swinging around wildly, I'm going to say the bite's going to go against you, Moyles. He's spinning around and stabbing and biting. Uh, and he gets a nine and a ten. So both of those miss. Do not hit. And then he's going to make his constitution saving throw to see if he can shrug it off. Ooh. And he crits on his con save so he goes and his eyes clear and he is okay and then that will bring us to Todd the Tiefling. Yeah, Todd. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going. We're going for the uh, Ghost Blade. Let's let's get to work. Oh, fuck let's get up. to work, Kill Echo. Him, please. Let's get busy. Let's get busy. <laughs> Twenty-seven. There you go. There you go. Oh. Yeah, you totally meant to miss earlier to make this hit cooler. I get it. I get it. It's cool. All right. The whole th- uh, now, now it seems like you were setting this up. Right on. Roll damage. Come on. What we got? What we got? A lot of dice out there. 18. All right. He is on death door, but he's still hanging on. Oh, he, well, let's, let's, get, let's get him out of here. Let's get him out of here. Short sword. Mm. Well, 13 won't, won't get him out of here, will it? <laughs> won't get him out of here. I am sorry. A 13 won't hit. Oh, man. See, I was, I was going to, since I thought it was going to be the final blow, I was going to go from the gooch all the way up to the top. Oh, no. Like split him in half. <laughs> but apparently, um, he's uh, he got an armored gooch down there. So it only just like, ping, and it just does damage. It doesn't really split them in half. That's not the way frog genitalia works. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he is, he is barely hanging on. Anything else you want to do, Todd, movement wise? No, that, that's it. Someone else will finish him off. Then that'll bring us to Eldrin. Eldrin, you do not have line of sight. Can I take like a shot like up in over the over the uh, thing and just trying to hit him? And if what? Uh, what I tell you, don't I try. Tell you what, this is what we'll do. Don't try anything. <laughs> if you want to fire blindly up into the air, trying to arc an arrow into the general area, I will let you roll a d twenty. If you get an eighteen to twenty, you will hit one of the three. People over there. <laughs> you gotta get an 18 minute to possibly to a two-third chance of killing your team. Hitting your teammate. On an 18, you will hit one person of my choose. I've already picked who's who. On an 18, you'll hit one person. And I will hellish rebuke. I will hellish rebuke you, Jamie. On a 19, you'll hit another one. And on a 20, you'll hit a different third one. And I think Eldrin's already committed to this action. So go ahead and give me the roll, Eldrin. Hey, fuck yeah, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> I'm hellish rebuking you. You will be on fire, sir. Requires line of sight there, Todd. Oh, I rolled seven, so you have you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> oh, there's so much hype. I know. You guys see an, an arrow go shooting off way past you guys, and you didn't think an arrow would make it all the way to that village, but you hear a Doop! and a child go, Skipper! <laughs> Eh, it happens. You have multi-attack. Do you want to try again? You will not try. <laughs> <Yes>, go! <laughs> it does happen, Eldrin. Uh, 11. No, not, not, not good enough. You're not, I'm not seeing your bonuses on that. It feels like I'm being robbed of, of some joy on this. Or those. <laughs> oh, I mean, I could. If I just rolled a straight D. I just rolled a straight D20. I mean, I could roll. A... No, no. I wanted your to hit roll, oh. my friend. What is your what is your to oh, hit bonus? Oh, oh, I mean. No, but the. I get plus nine. I, I get plus nine. That's a 20. None of the first one wouldn't have hit. Okay. So then that second one is going to be a 19. That's a 20. A 20. So the first one's a 16 then, right? Yeah, but the 16 wouldn't have hit. 16 would have killed Skipper. Oh, right, so 16 right, right. kills Skipper. What is the second roll? It's an 11 plus nine would be 20. I swear to God. <laughs> roll damage, Todd. You're going to take a little damage. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, what are you doing? Oh, no. 18 was the bullywug, 19 was Moyle, 20 was Todd. This is ridiculous. 
Go ahead and give me uh, a damage right, roll. Let me. I let can, me. You're telling me I have to uncanny dodge my own team. I mean, is that what you're telling me? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you're right. I can't hellish rebuke them. That's a good roll too. That's a twelve. Oh fuck, Todd! You take twelve points of damage as an arrow comes I, sailing out of the sky and drops into your shoulder, right in between your neck and your collarbone. I got to uncanny dodge that. Did you use that already? You you already used your reaction on that this round, didn't you? Yeah. Not in my reaction. Yeah, you did. Didn't you uncanny dodge it when the that was last round. Oh no, wait, that's right. The the blue wug missed you. So yes, you can uncanny dodge that down to six. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> okay. Could you be a four next time? <laughs> so, yeah, so we at least know when it's coming. I mean, it's, it's a little impressive. He still managed to hit somebody. Y'all, y'all need to kill this thing before he gets another hit on me, guys. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> Fate, you are uh, able to make your way over to the muck next to Eldrin. Uh, you see him sail a arrow over and hear a thunk oh, uh, from the other side of it. Is there anything you want to do now that you're in the muck? Am I able to do anything now that I'm in the muck? You don't have line of sight on the Bullywug King, but yes, you can take a, a- action of some kind. Uh, just throw a fireball over there. <laughs> Don't shoot that. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> Hold on, just a second. Hold on, just a second. Don't do that. I gotta look up the description of something real quick. Todd's got fire resistance. Go ahead and roll your damage, Fate. What is he really doing? What is he doing? I'm, I'm, I'm casting fireball. <laughs> Fire what? Fireball. Okay. No. On who? On what? On an area? Who are you talking about? Not bolt. I, I would need. I would need line of sight on the guy that's a cast fire bolt. <laughs> so why don't you just not hit anything and let let someone else take the damage? He's <laughs> trying to help, man. Guys, just let him help. I'm angry. First off, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of dice. <laughs> so I'm casting fireball a couple feet behind Moyle. This isn't gonna go well. And I'm going to spell sculpt around Moyle. This is going much better than I had hoped. <laughs> Why did I, I, this is going to kill me. <laughs> Can I spell sculpt around Todd not knowing he's there? Looking at sculpt spells. Beginning at second level, you can create pockets of relative safety within the effects of your evocation spells. When you cast an evocation spell that affects other creatures that you can see, oh no, you can choose a number of them equal to the plus one for the spell level. So Todd and Moyle, give me a dexterity saving throw. Wait, I can see Moyle. Oh, that's right. He said you couldn't, he said you couldn't see. You said I couldn't see the king. You cannot protect Todd. You, Todd, give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is there any help? A 27 a crit 20. Yeah, there you go. A crit when you need it. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) What are you guys doing to me? 34 damage halves down to uh, 17. 17. And don't I take half of that? And then you'll half that down to Eight. eight. How many hit points do you have left at this point, Todd? I am sitting at nine. You're fine. If I didn't have that, if I did not hit that dexterity saving throw, I was at zero. <laughs> you see this little sparkling trailer that you know precedes Fate's fireballs. <laughs> and I so so far I've gotten Todd knows that he's got an arrow from someone. He knows where that arrow came from and a fireball. He knows where it came from. He will be bitch slapping some people when we get out of this. This fireball explodes, which washes over the Bullywug Royal, burning him to a crisp where he collapses to the ground. 
as it wa- the flames wash over you, Todd, and you try and dance and prance out of the way with your, <laughs> your with your crit. <laughs> you actually managed to do a pretty cool fucking anime leap up into the air, sail back over to the, the blast wave, fucking flip to land back, still singed a little bit on your tail and your ass. You do notice, though, as you're sailing backwards through the air, that the spell that is hitting you did curve around Moyle, and as Moyle just leans forward and lights a cigar with the edge of it as you're having to dance out of the edge of the explosion, and that'll end combat for us. Jesus. I'll grab my spear. That was a a good fireball fade. No, it was not a good fireball. It looked great from here. (laughs) Todd is looking for somebody to heal him. We're taking a rest right now. I don't care what time it is. We just rested. You can still see your camp from where you guys are at. Like you can look over the hill and see the remains of your campground. I need a break. Todd needs a break. Eat a Snickers. Todd takes a break. <laughs> Todd takes a break. And, and he- we can take a short rest and you can do hit dust. Is this guy dead? Everybody is fucking dead as fuck. Yeah. You guys, uh, if you want, you can kind of root around. I'd like to check pockets. Can we get up now? Are we stuck in the mud forever? Like, <laughs> I'd like to check pockets in the cart. Are they, wait, are they currently stuck in the mud? Yeah, we can't get out. Like, Todd would likes to walk over there and proceed to bitch slap <laughs> for a hundred points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say a minute on this. So yeah, you guys are at the end of combat. Combat, you guys are, are good to go. Ooh, that was that was gross. I did not like that. Don't get me wrong. You guys are covered in swamp muck. Fate, Eldrin, I'm going to say not you because you went to the trouble of buying waiters, but Fate, you did not. Give me a constitution saving throw real quick. Wait, wait. What am I kind of saving from? Leeches and or ticks. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> now, I'll give you advantage if you can talk one of your party members into checking you for ticks. Yeah, you know it's not coming happen to me. I know you fireballed me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What about... What about if I just give myself a good once over and clean myself off of any leeches and or ticks? You're going to get one of those ticks in the butt crack. <laughs> just just give me then just flat constitution saving throw. If you want advantage on it, then you will need to have one of your teammates check you for. Eldrin, you're an elf. Help me out here, bud. Did you check, check me out? See if I got anything on me. Eldrin, Eldrin helps him out. All right. So you check with twix his, his cheeks. I mean, there's nothing I haven't seen before. I mean, it's it's an elf. It's an elf. Yeah, okay. All right. Make your saving throw there, Fate. Add advantage. I hope you still get it wrong. With <laughs> <laughs> you know, advantage, you still rolled two twos. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, he rolled one two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you do find a leech in the crack of Fate's ass, and he, ta- he takes two points of damage as you remove it. But that's it. That's all. That was gross. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're taking a short rest, and what do I roll for a short rest? <laughs> You can spend hit <laughs> to get my health points back. You you can expend up to six hit dice since you are now six level. Okay, so so Todd is no longer trying to assault us. That's good. He didn't forget. He didn't forget. He's he's got like no hit points. You just put him asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moyle. I know you said you want to check pockets. There's not any pockets left. There is, however, the wagon. If you want to search it, cart. Yeah. And should I use a perception or if you want to investigate the cart, perhaps an investigation check. A strong two. Fate was trying to investigate the cart to begin with. Okay. That was what you were doing. What do I find with a strong two? You find the cart. <laughs> You're able to locate the cart quite securely. It's there. It's exactly where you left it. It, it is a cart. Can I open the doors or am I struggling? The, the sides are gone. It's just... 
I rolled a 15 for my hit points. Like it's open. Like the, the sides kind of flopped down. Like, like you can tell that the sides are hinged. Like this clearly isn't the first time these guys have done this kind of trap. Their whole setup is lure somebody in and then pop out with the giant surprise. It's Sergeant Frogger's a lonely a hearts club ambush. Surprise, motherfuckers. You can tell they also were living in this cart as well. There are some personal belongings. There's another fat frog-sized Sergeant Pepper's outfit, like his backup outfit. If somebody else wants to search it, you get, you guys might be able to find something else. I can. I, I'm going to look. Yeah, everybody can give me investigation checks if y'all want. That's, yeah. Or anybody who wants to. 17. 14. 27. Ooh. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fate isn't even anywhere near the cart, and he's getting better rolls than me. <laughs> That's my my elf eye see better than yours. Fate, you find a glowing crystal shard. It's emanating darkness. It's like it is a palm-sized crystal shard that seems to have a smoky darkness into it that radiates just a little ounce of darkness next to it. And when you pick it up, you can hear it whispering. Sweet nothings. Sweet nothings. Oh. And you get a feel that if you were to attach this to your arcane focus and it would channel your spells through an arcane focus with this crystal attached to it, you might get uh, additional effect. Do you have Identify prepared? I do. As Well, it, I can cast it as a ritual without preparation, so. It's effectively a Shadowfell shard, but it isn't tied to a metamagic option. When you cast a, uh, a spell and you are holding or wearing the shard, you can momentarily curse one creature targeted by the spell, choose one ability score, and until the end of your next turn, they have a disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws when you use that ability. I will tell you, you can use it once a day, no problem, and can continue to use that additional times per day. You know, typically this is something that sorcerers would attune to, but uh, you are able to, as a wizard, use it. Um, but I will tell you, if you use it more than once a day, then you'll be allowing more shadow energy into your into your psyche. And over time, that could potentially have a, a risk to it. Was there anything special about the spear the big frog had? No, it's just a big ass bedazzled Sergeant Pepper spear. Oh, okay. You guys also find a jar of a ointment that's uh, like a hand pump, a somewhat questionable hand pump. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. But when you uh, cast identify on it, fate, you identify it as Kiogtum's ointment, which is a wondrous item with a number of healing properties to it. Huh. That was found in the cart again? Yeah, there's a hand pump of Kiogtum's ointment. This contains five doses of a thick mix that smells faintly of aloe. As an action, one dose of the ointment can be applied to the skin. The creature receives 2d8 plus 2 hit points, ceases to be poisoned, and is cured of any disease. Oh, I need some of that right now. Could use that five minutes ago. Why would you use it right now? Right, no. we, we don't need it now. Oh, wait, no. The, 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 yeah, we, we're cured already. Never mind. Carry on. Oh, what'd you guys find? Aloe vera. I found a rock and some aloe vera. <laughs> I rolled it a four for another investigation. <laughs> Gonna have to get secondhand knowledge about what's going on in front of me. Baba, you find a battered... It looks like it was once a really nice set of bagpipes that has seen better days, but it certainly looks like it could be polished and tuned up and cared for a little bit better. They're bagpipes of illusion. When you're playing these bagpipes, you can create a harmless, illusory visual effect within a five-foot radius sphere centered on the instrument. Sample effects include luminous musical notes, spectral dancers, butterflies, or gently falling snow. So it is 
uh, basically a way for you to play your bagpipes with a light show. And then, Todd, you find a cloak of billowing, mm-hmm. which is uh, basically you find uh, attached to the Bullywug's spare Sergeant Pepper outfit, this somewhat stylish cloak that if you were to put it on at will would billow out behind you heroically mm-hmm. as you stood into a heroic pose. God. So what, did, did I find the aloe? Is that what I found? Yes. Exciting. Considering the last re- fucking combat you guys were in, yes, that would have come in really. I wish I had it. I wish I, wish I had <laughs> mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, that is a cure-all for any disease or poison. So uh, considering the swamp that you guys are in, that definitely will come in handy. Uh, definitely be handy. There was one other thing Fate would like to check out. Okay. Fate was going to go and inspect the uh, the dead body of the uh, the the man who poisoned him. Uh, the one with the, uh, the skull staffs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I need to roll another investigation? He's got his spear and a wooden shield and then his little bits and bobs uh, that he had on him. Obviously some human dwarven and other bullywug and kobold bones that he has stitched into his jelly suit. Oh, but okay. that's it. I, I thought he had more on him with the the skull magic stuff. He was actually a bullywug croaker. He's more of a bard than he is a, a spellcaster. Uh, okay. They'd have that, that croak that they can do three times a day with do psychic damage and then... They can sing and uh, they can give the guys temporary hit points. But his buff abilities were pointless because you guys had wiped all of his sidekicks before he (laughs) had any opportunity to do anything with that. So you guys make short work of this, kind of camp out by it. At one point, a group of uh, four kind of rugged looking humans, rugged looking in the respect that they are obviously the people from the, the small village, kind of approach, stop about 200 feet away from you, kind of eye the scene that went down, and then immediately turn and start to walk back. You can see one of them like kind of gest- gesticulating and pointing at you guys. And if you could read lips, you'd be like, but those fuckers killed my dog. And the other guy going, look, man, do you see that thing over there, man? Look at what the fucking these guys did. We're not fucking with these guys, man. Let's go back to the village, man. <laughs> and to go in and kind of kind of batten the hatches down on the village and you can see doors being shut uh, and almost sense them being bolted from where you're at as if to say move on do not fuck with that village and uh, if you guys want to head forward you can let's go head forward I'll say we burn down the oh. village whoa wait what whoa, whoa. whoa. where'd that come from <laughs> that's that that shard is uh, getting dark pretty <laughs> <laughs> that got dark pretty quick <laughs> this escalated well move on all right. Burn it all down. <laughs> Burn it all down, those fuckers. <laughs> wow, that, uh, there may be some side effects. Hey, it's time to thank our Patreon supporters and show off what they're getting for supporting the Party of Five. So thank you. Don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies, Luke. When Todd goes full Todd, he Todds for you. Brian, Dreken, Eric, Ken, Corobe Nikki, Lady Kiva Lagos is my spirit guide, Zork Fox. If Moyle ever re-releases that video, you know the one. We'll make sure you get an autographed copy. Yogan, Hogan, Jogan, Saga Nadal, Thomas Jacob. Eldrin promises that any pets you may own are generally safe. He'll at least try to aim away from them, unless they're owls. Then good luck. Shist Kicker, Bill, Fate would actually move into line of sight to sculpt spell around you to prevent you from getting fireballed. He actually make an effort. It's amazing. Special guest DM from Gimme the Belt, Matt Ross Jones, who used passive perception correctly in the context of a match and earned my respect. 
and resident Alpha patron Lee Gary, two gentlemen who will be joining us for the first Join the Party episode on November 11th. Baba would never lock you in a cart. Technically, he didn't lock those bully wigs in a cart either, but he tried to. He wouldn't even try with you. No matter what support tier you're currently at, we appreciate all of you. I won't lie and say equally, but we appreciate all of you. So uh, what do this fine group of people get for their support? Access to special video content like Challenge of the Challenge Ratings, a PvE survival slog where we can see who can last longest against an onslaught of increasingly deadly creatures to earn the title of toughest member of the party of five, or it turns out the way this has worked out, we are now also competing for the frailest member of the party of five, because we don't just elect winners on this podcast, we elect losers. The Hunter's Party, a supernatural rewatch show with the D&D homebrew twist, extra world lore, episode outtakes, the MVP after show, swag, and as I mentioned, even a chance to play with the party of five. So head on over to patreon.com slash gmdlcast for more details. But hey, things are still weird, as I mentioned at the top of the cast, and we understand if you can't support financially right now. But you still can help out the Party of Five. And as the Gimme the Bell tournament showed, they need all the help they can get. So tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth is a huge part of the growth for a new podcast. Our Australian listeners, y'all tell some folks. I don't know why I went to all country to talk to my Australian gang. Ken and Eric, y'all know who you are. Tell some people about the show. Hopefully, we got a couple of more people north of the border here who hopped on the cast to listen to titties and stuck around for some extremely, extremely broier content. Welcome. Y'all, uh, y'all spread the word. Nearly one in five listeners start a new podcast based on the recommendation of a friend, relative, or coworker. One in five. Taking that away would be like losing one of the party of five. Like Moyle. And if we lost Moyle, who would go running headfirst into the traps that I so carefully set for the party? Who would spring them and start wonderful encounters like Sergeant Pepper Bullywug? So spread the word. We sincerely appreciate you getting the word out. That'll do it for this one. Thanks again so much for joining us and everything that you do. Stay safe out there, gang. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the show.